Scuba Obsessed is a weekly podcast where we talk about all things scuba diving from cool new gear, places to dive, and scuba news. Uh, welcome back to Scuba Obsessed, episode 39. Let's get this party started. This week in the news, we'll have scuba jets stolen. Pakistan state oil and scuba divers collect garbage. Stone crab surrenders claws. Southern California bug season. Underwater museum makes a splash in Cancun. And we have some potentially new scuba gear. But to help me navigate through this mess of troubled waters, I've got my co-host Jim. How you doing today, Jim? I'm doing really well. I hope you're not counting on me for aid in uh, the treacherous waters, because that's uh, you are setting yourself up for a fall. <laughs> but uh, I am looking forward to talking some scuba tonight, today, and uh, you know uh, it's been so long. I want to get back in the water, go do a night dive tonight. Oh, night dive! I'm in. <laughs> oh, gone it! <laughs> oh, that would that wouldn't that get us in trouble? Mm. Now would they even notice? I'd tell on you. You'd tell on me. <laughs> mm-hmm. That way I could distract them. Distract them, so I, I, I'd be the fall guy. Right. So, as always, let's go ahead and jump into the news. We'll get that out of the way so we can get to the good stuff. Or is this the good stuff and everything else is the bad stuff? Um, we'll decide after the show. Okay. So, scuba jets and TV stolen from Leisure City Home. Uh, and the, one of the benefits, if you listen to us live, is that uh, you get to see the links. So, uh, you know, I guess one of the advantages of listening to us recorded is that you get to go to the website and click on the link. So I, I guess it's a, it's kind of a wash. But anyway, scuba jets and TV stolen from Leisure City. And uh, I pulled this one up because of, and this is, uh, I have no idea where, South Dade, that must be Florida. Yeah. And, uh, boy, they just had uh, the, almost like a police blog. Where they're just going through everything that was stolen, which maybe for a big city it's not a lot, but it's more than you'd like to think about. But one thing that caught my eye was that uh, thieves stole a 52-inch television and two underwater scuba jets valued at $7,000 from a home in the 2700 block of Southwest 139th Street between 7 p.m. September 26th and 12.15 p.m. September 27th. So... A little bit of a range there, but I, I'm thinking if you're breaking into a house, do you know what those are? If you, 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 I mean, you can see the 52-inch TV. You can take that down to the pawn shop, but what do you think when you have two of those scuba scooters? Well, you know that what's driving this. I mean, look, uh, before this, there probably was a pretty low rate of scuba scooters being stolen. Now it's the, you know, with the, the, the onslaught of the scuba racing season, scuba oh. scooter racing season down there. This was bound to happen. This is what happens when you when you start expanding and, and uh, people are, are driven to do things. So, this, so there's hot, desperate people. hot scooters. Now, do they have to hotwire them? Or? Um, hadn't thought that far. <laughs> hadn't uh, thought that far. But, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but that, that I guess that's a plausible case, but I'm actually thinking these guys think they have leaf blowers. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> or a uh, Hair dryer. Hair dryer. And, and okay, they, what, what could, it, what could you, you use a scuba, a scuba scooter, he can't say that fast, scuba scooter for besides its intended purpose? Oh, we... Uh, above water. Oh, above water. I was going to say there's plenty... What, what have people used them for? Uh, above water? I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Plus, I don't picture... I, I haven't actually 
used one yet, but uh, I've seen plenty of our fellow club members who have them. Above water, I, I haven't seen one on, but I can't imagine that it spins that quick, does it? Is it like a fan? I, I don't know. You notice they don't let us borrow them? No, they, they don't. I think they, as the rookies, they want to let us swim and, and uh, wear ourselves out. So uh, we'll have to get in, get one of those and do a test test run. But I'm just picturing uh, you know, guys thinking that they, if, I'm just wondering what they think they have. I don't know. And you then know also, I hope they know what it is. <laughs> so they're targeting. That they do now. <laughs> okay, so uh, the next article is the Pakistan State Oil has joined hands with uh, the Indies, Indus Scuba, the country's first dive center. It's hard to believe in 2010 that, the di- well, I guess it could have been around for more than just recently, but they, they say their first dive center. Uh, they On Monday, they were professional divers from the scuba, and the Pakistan State Oil employees equipped with snorkeling gear were actively involved in collecting garbage in a seabed in the coastal areas of Karichi, if I, I think that's how it's pronounced. They say this is not only a fun excursion, but a useful way to spend a Sunday morning. So I imagine that has to be some beautiful country over there, underwater. Well, you know, we've been, some of the ecology guys have been in a couple of those, and they are, they are a lot of fun. It's a great way to meet other divers, and you're doing a really good thing in, in cleaning up some of those areas. Um some of those things people would never imagine are under the surface until you bring them up. Well, I'm picturing that that part of the world, especially if they haven't, if people haven't been diving in those locations, you know, we're we're excited about, uh, you know, things that are two, three hundred years underwater. Just imagine what the age of what you can find something oh, in Pakistan yeah, yeah. under the water. Okay, the next article is stone crab surrender claws, and I didn't realize this. Put your uh, claws up. Why would I? Yeah. But I, I didn't realize this is how the season went. I thought that you went and captured the whole, the whole crab, that you just went, put the crab through the basket, and then later you ripped its claws off and cooked them. Or, but the season is just for the claws. Did you did you get that from the article, that, they, that you have to go and grab the claws? You there, Jim? You know, I, I'm... I'm, I'm speechless. I never realized that. <laughs> yeah, you guys, they, I didn't it either. Given the, the supreme sacrifice. Exactly. It's it's. No, I was not that big a deal. No, well, I, you know, it's. I mean, we can't do that with other things. I mean, you can't like go to the neighborhood cow and get a burger, and you know he'll grow back that leg or or something. But with a crab, you know, he can you just take one of his um, one of his arms, and and the thing is, it's it. You know, these guys are tough little buggers. You get your finger in there, and they can break your thumb. I don't want any part of that. But yeah, so they they actually say so. Uh, let let's we'll we'll read the part, and they say uh, know the regulations before you take the claw. Make sure it's legal. Claws must measure two and three quarter inches from the joint to the tip of the lower finger. The state allows you to take two claws of legal size, but most environmentally conscious crabbers take just one, so they can still feed and defend itself. Oh, so you could take two from the same. I was thinking like that was like, you know, fish. Like you can take so many fish, you can take so many claws, but you can take two. Per crab. Per crab. Well, they only got two claws, right? Right. I mean, they're talking like the big claws, not like the little legs. So, okay. Here's how you do it. It gives you the directions. Yeah. So once you found your legal size crab, you want to remove the claw without killing the crab. State law requires 
the crab be returned to the water alive after said claw is removed. Here's how you do it. Grasp the claws with the fingers of each hand. That already sounds dangerous right there. Uh, holding the body firmly between the hands, press down, press the claw down and away from the body with a steady pressure. The claw, the crab should drop the claw. You know if you've done it right, if the break is clean, if the meat is hanging out, the crab will die and you will serve jail time. Basically. Uh, no, I, I added that. You can, well, you'll probably be haunted at night. But recreational crabbers may possess one gallon of stone crab claws per person. One gallon? I wonder how much meat is in a gallon of stone crab claws. Oh, I'd love to find out. No, we, we could do Wouldn't that. that would be a fun... Yeah, so what we need to do is get... We each get a gallon of stone crab claws. We weigh ourselves before, and then we eat them, and then we weigh ourselves after. And then we have to factor... We have to subtract the beer. And the so butter. It, and it, the other stuff. Yeah, well, it'd be worth it. Scientific experiment. We need this. Well, you'd have to. Just just to know. To save other people. So, gosh, the, we, we don't have these type of seasons. We need to get the season like that up here. I, I want to do something. <laughs> so. so, if you factor in what it would cost us to go get a gallon of stone crab claws, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it'd be some expensive seafood. Um, because yeah. we're in the Midwest, if you're listening, and yay. Yeah, that, that would be an expensive uh, season, wouldn't it? What? Again, it's your idea. Yeah. This was your idea. And the next article is Southern California bug season. And I was thinking, so what? Who cares about bugs? But I think they're talking about lobsters, taking it from the pictures that they show in this article. Orange County resor- uh, reports were pretty slow uh, for hoop netters who were opening night in the coast, but all over Catalina. Catalina. Is that, that's California, right? I don't know. You can tell I don't live there. Uh, but the, they, they show a photo, and this is the small one. He's holding up a 12-pounder. Uh, he dove to 25-foot depth, bear-hugged a 30-year-old lobster. Oh, it's a 30-year-old lobster. That is 12 pounds. Okay. Released the footage. Uh, he, he took a few photos and then released it to Forge for another day. But this lobster is bigger than a baby. You know, I'm not <clears throat> squeamish or anything, but I'm not grabbing it underwater. It looks like something from Alien. It, I mean, it really does mm-hmm. look like aliens. Yep, yep. That that was their uh, that was their uh, whole thing that that fueled that movie. I'm sure. It was was lobsters? Well, I mean, look at this. I mean, right there, I, this is like the scene from where it's grabbed onto the face and then is, is laying eggs in the body. I mean, that's what it, that's what it looks like. It's like, I feel like yelling them, put it down before it's too late. Oh, my gosh. And, and again, they got some things. They said, even though it's not a regulation, you should have some sort of glow stick or light for every hoop that you have. The minimum size for bugs is three and a quarter inches, measured straight down, uh, line in the middle of the back to the rear edge of the eye socket to the rear edge of the body of the shell which is also called the carapace. So, wow. These are huge. We don't get those around like that around here. Now, but I, I those those crayfish, I don't know what they're pouring in some of those lakes, but they 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 could get that big. <laughs> yeah. Biggest they're, I well, had ever seen. They're not, yeah. They're not quite that big, but no. uh, yeah, they're pretty neat to uh, neat to see too. Nothing like that. Not at all. Okay, Underwater Museum makes a splash in Cancun. And we, I've, I've ignored a few articles on this over the, the course of the year, but uh, I just thought I would bring this one to attention. And they have uh, the Marine Park of Cancun in November will host 
400 sculptures and an installation called the Silent Evolution. So it, it sounds like they're expanding that museum that's already down there. The cement sculptures constitute an artificial reef, provide surfaces for new coral growth and habitat for fish and other sea creatures. Yeah, you know, we've been talking about our artificial reef program. Not that I want to steal from someplace else, but you know, maybe that you know, we we've got these uh, these sculptures that they've been doing downtown St. Joe. You think we could uh, convince them to, to make some of those, and you leave them on the here's what you do. You get them all there at the beginning of the season, and then one per week you sink out as an artificial reef. And you could have like voting, you know, like a, like you get get voted off the sidewalk, and then you know you'd be sent down there. I think, I, they'd I think that would be vote us out. I think that would be like a reward, you know, the, to to be voted down to have divers dive on them. Actually, it's kind of a neat idea. Yeah, I, I, I we'll have, we'll have to we'll have to put that put that into the reef plan, doing something along along those lines. Yeah, I think that would be interesting. That's you could, got an, an you could interesting do, spin We to could it. do uh, Reef Henge. Because <laughs> <laughs> in 40 years, nobody will know why we did it. Yeah, they'll be going, why are these? So you know, <laughs> we'll have to put them in like a little pattern or something. You could, you could spell out a name. I lose, oh, all yeah. my, I, I lose all my fishing lures, but it always spells something. Right. Not quite sure what it is. Okay, let's see. Uh, what else did we have on the Underwater Museum? Wow, we we went through that quick. There wasn't a whole lot of articles, and uh, maybe we'll jump to the the one at the end, which is the underwater scooter. So we we've seen this one before. This one we yeah, this is the one that we saw. Uh, this puts a different angle on it though that we didn't see from the last time. I think you you mean how much clothes they're wearing? <laughs> no, from from the other one wasn't as close up of a picture of the actual scooter itself. This uh, the other pictures looked a little bit more impressive. I mean, not to saying that these look bad, but they, they kind of look plasticky, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at that tank. Let's see, is that is it like the the kids got? No, I think they all got 80s. Or they superimposed? Because yeah, like they... they're kind of they almost look they I don't know that that kid scooter looks smaller, doesn't it? Maybe it is smaller. Maybe you gotta get the scooter for the right size. But uh, little yellow scooter, you sit on it almost like a, it looks like an exercise bike, like an elliptical machine, just kind of a straight up posture. Within the front is uh, looks like an 80 cylinder aluminum, and then there's a cable to the surface, so it must be uh, to keep you from going too deep or yank, or considering they took the picture these pictures in the pool. But it's called Hydro Bob, and uh, there's also a one minute video showing how they work. So if you want to go and see how it looks, then uh, head on over there. We'll have the show notes on the website as always. So they're advertising it as scuba diving and jet skiing rolled into one. I don't think these are going to go quite as quick as a jet ski. No, I don't think so. But you're going to be able to rent one at Aquadome in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. $25 one-hour package gives you a few minutes of instruction and some time with Hydro Bob in the water. A few minutes of instruction. <laughs> and you're off. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Here you go. <laughs> if you oh, drown, like, lose yep. your deposit. Right. You're not getting this back. Okay. So that about does it for the news. Kind of a light news week. Uh, we'd like to thank everybody who's been heading over to iTunes and dropping off those five-star reviews. We certainly appreciate it. If you haven't had a chance, stop on over there. Also, if you find some of the re- reviews exceptionally helpful, there's an option where you can vote those up. So uh, we have quite a few five-stars. Since we've covered it last time, we had one that says episode 35, excellent, great interview, great episode, interesting content, shipwreck discovery 
Darren and Jim, great interview. Thanks for taking the time and effort to produce all these terrific podcasts. Mark from California. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mark. And we appreciate that people in warm water are actually listening to us. So, uh, yeah, I always get concerned that we're those Midwest divers only talking about uh, uh, diving in cold water. but uh, Cold, dark, uh, that's locale. Not necessarily by choice. Uh, we'll dive everywhere, and we like to hear about it. So if you have anything you'd like us to cover, drop us a line. The, the next one is uh, I Love It uh, by Mo Bud. Uh, the show inspired me to get off my butt, finish my cert, and go diving. After listening to these guys with their passion for diving and 10-foot viz and freezing cold water, I knew I was squandering an opportunity for great dives as me and my family are fortunate enough to live in southern Spain for the next three years. I have the Atlantic out my back door and the Med an hour away. I want to say thanks for getting me in the ocean. I look forward to the weekly podcast of odd humor, northern accents, and <sighs> obsessive scuba chat. Northern oh, accent. Wait a we, have, we don't have accent. <laughs> I take offense at that. <laughs> oh, I, I am so jealous. Well, I'm glad we we got you go diving back <sighs> in the water. Uh, you need to invite us out. We need to go. Gosh, Spain. Could you imagine that? Yeah. Uh, diving vicariously. Yeah. Spain and the Mediterranean. So yeah, uh, but it, you know the same thing. Uh, after your three years of. Uh, hostile warm water you can come up to the safe cold water of, of michigan we'll we'll get you diving so we got that so we uh, again appreciate it head over to itunes drop those lines it gets us some more listeners and we we certainly appreciate it uh we also have some feedback if you want to drop feedback to the show we have uh, a new email address i don't know why we didn't do this before but it's the show the t-h-e-s-h-o-w all one word at scuba you can drop a note to us uh, we will read every single email, I promise. We've been reading them all, no matter how they get to us. And we did have some feedback, uh, and it's not bad feedback, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll take it to heart and see if we can improve. Uh, and we'll, we'll say we'll, we won't mention the name because you know we don't want them hunted down and persecuted, and they can ignore the hit that I placed on them. Uh, but you guys are great. Uh, you've really kept it up every week. That's awesome. But recording it leaves too many gaps and pauses. So recording it live. It ends up wasting time, and I have to get a lower score due to that. I'm not going to say anything about the dry Midwestern humor. I used to live up there, and I get it. <laughs> I love the bad scuba joke of the week. Keep it up. By the way, have you ever thought about what that dang tug horn does with someone driving in Atlanta traffic? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, I, you know, the, the smart ass in me is thinking of all the sounds <laughs> that I could inject into the podcast. <laughs> You know, I, I, I'm thinking like, you know, just like a, a horn that slowly gets louder or, or here's, here's, here's one, the, the squeaky wheel bearing. Yeah. We could have it like rhythmically start in the beginning and then you just like stop it. So, you know, maybe it would just happen the time as they're stopping and going in the, in that wonderful Atlanta traffic. Well, you can't tip him off. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. Gave it away. But, uh, and I'll, I'll take the responsibility for there being gaps, uh, you know, as we get to these longer episodes, my goal is to always have the the, the podcast edited and ready by midnight Eastern time. And uh, sometimes I have to, you know, the, those two hour podcasts. Uh, it's it's amazing the amount of editing goes into them, and I and I will leave a little dead air in them from time to time. So I will take that uh, criticism, and we'll go ahead and cut out some of that dead air, so it won't be too long. But uh, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. So certainly. 
Uh, also, everybody can head over to, uh, if you happen to be a Facebook user, head over to our Facebook site. That's at uh, www.facebook.com forward slash scuba obsessed. We have an active page over there. And let me pop that up because we did have some, uh, some not only are we hearing about people diving in locations like Spain, but they're also sharing their pictures on the site, which even makes me more jealous. So uh, we had somebody who went to Tonga, if I'm oh. pronouncing that right. It was like, yeah. oh my goodness! And thank, thank you for putting them up. But you know, I, I have to. Some, sometimes I, there will be nights I'll come home from work, and I just can't even look because it's it's all I can do to not jump on a plane and go away and starve everybody in my family because we're no longer making. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, yeah, it's all you can do except, well, there are other things that you've got to be doing. Uh, but it would be nice. Oh, could you imagine just to pick up and, and jet off and, oh, wow. So, and uh, we even uh, have some comments. So if you're not aware, you can listen live. Head over to scubaobsessed.com. We'll have links to where you can listen live. We we broadcast Live every Thursday at 9 p.m. on TalkShoe. So, yep. And then, yeah, funny accents. So, oh, wow. So so now we uh, get on to the our, one of our favorite parts of the show, or normally favorite parts of the show, is where we get to talk about diving. But uh, I didn't do any diving. I feel like I the dog ate my homework or, or something because I, I feel like I've let everybody down. I didn't get any me diving in Did you... it's worse than that it's worse than that well you, you didn't let you... everybody else down you let everybody down but you also let yourself down yeah but anyway i'm but, supposed to go eat yeah you're supposed to go well you didn't get any diving in but at least you got out in the boat how, how was the water last week well you know i was having a pretty good the water was beautiful the lake was pretty nice i had reports that it was getting kind of choppy by the time we got out there and it was it wasn't dead calm but you know oh, what can you say about some buddies? You, you go up and you you go and you get ready to drop your boat in the water and you recognize a truck and a trailer. And then you realize you recognize another car and, a, and another car and they're all your dive buddies. What do you think about that, Darren? Was that what was that? Were uh, they up there? Yeah, they were out. They were out. So I got my family in. It's like, okay, I'm going to make a run for the dive site and but we were going out the channel, and they were coming in, so I was too late anyway. Oh, so, so we talked for a little bit, but yeah, it was a beautiful day out. Beautiful so, day so out. So where did they dive? Did they out in Lake Michigan, out south of St. Joe, yeah. So, mm. you know. I think we're going to have to do some interrogation, find out what sites they were diving. Yeah. yeah, some techniques I think will get, you know, get the facts. But Yeah, I know it's, it's only been like I've, I've only missed one weekend. It feels like it's been forever already. <laughs> and, and the worst part is I'm reminded because the, the the days are getting shorter. So it's it's like I'm home and I'm dark. It's dark already. So I get off work. I run my errands. I've had my wetsuit hanging in the tree for like six days now. Are you gonna decorate your wetsuit tree? I well, if it would sprout wetsuits, then that would be great. But no, I've got the tree. I got the tree out there, and I'm hanging my suit up to dry. And by the time I remember it, you know, the dew's already fallen <sighs> late in the afternoon, so I'll let it dry the next day. Well, I'm getting home too late to get it out, so it's like this right. endless cycle. So if you're, diving, if you're driving in southwestern Michigan 
and you see a tree sprouting wetsuit gear. That's not... <laughs> Don't get excited. You, you, yeah, you figured out where I live. Uh, but uh, so no no dives to date, but that means we just we have to dive. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. This weekend is open, and uh, you know we we talked a little bit before the show. The weather's starting to get a little bit colder. Uh, I'm going to have to start using some of the techniques that we use to you know, to be able to dive wet when it turns colder. Uh, you, this past spring, if you'd have told me I was still diving wet, I'd have said you're nuts. I'll have a wet or dry suit, but here I am. Oh, I know. So that that leads us on to what next week's podcast is going to be. Scuba Obsessed episode 40 will be talking about cold weather diving in a wetsuit and how to stay warm. And we'll yeah. we'll invite a few people on. We'll 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 pick the brains of Don, uh, Mac, and uh, Rich, and see if we can get them to come on also and talk about all all the techniques and. And tips and maybe we'll have a couple other surprise guests see who we can wrangle up but uh yeah. we've got quite a a a group of people who know how to keep warm so that should be an interesting episode so but where are we diving this weekend do you have any idea i'm gonna try and get out on the big lake i'm gonna okay. try and get out on lake michigan and uh um so when are you open this weekend well i just my son has a football game at nine i was thinking of wearing my nine, scuba... ten, then. yeah i was thinking of uh <laughs> I'm going to run the chains for the game, and I'll be in the wetsuit right there by the, the sidelines. So uh, I figured I'm going to promote the sport. So we'll get your, some things. Your fins, your fins will be plenty nimble yeah. enough to be working the sidelines. Uh, yeah. you'll, you'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Well, but it's protective gear. You know, I can mm-hmm. I can blow some air into BC, so if those football players come and hit me, then you know, I won't feel it. Good thinking. And as my wife would say, you're a dork. So She's a smart woman. Uh, she is. But yeah, she has one strike against her because she married me. So, <laughs> <laughs> other than that, I would say you're right. <laughs> Oi. Okay, so let's see what else do we have on the agenda before we call this. Gosh, uh, oh, we did have one of our uh, dive buddies got in a boat, so we got another dive boat. Uh, did David. you get any pictures yet? Yeah, he he emailed them to me, so I'll, I'll forward them on to you. But yeah. it looks uh, very similar to your boat, and I, I won't tell you on the air what he paid, but it doesn't even seem possible. So I'm kind of concerned that we're going to be out there and the whole bottom will just fall out and disintegrate. He didn't buy a paper mache boat, did he? You know, I don't know. We'll have to, take, we'll have to check it out. But Well, good. Another boat, so I'm happy for him. Yes, yes, yes. He'd been wanting one, and... Uh, He'd been using his dad's boat, which wasn't a bad boat, but it was a ski boat and not really suitable for Lake Michigan if you're going to have any sort of chop. So uh, this one definitely seems to be a little bit more appropriate. So congratulations, David, and we'll have to get you out there. And with that, so do you you have any any final words before we head into the – this is like a record short one for us. But uh, so far to date, we've done 40 hours of material. And, uh, you know, still planning on heading to DEMA, but my wife is trying to, it almost sounds like she's trying to talk me out of it. So, Really? Yeah. She's, she's trying to bribe me with a dry suit. I don't think I'm that strong. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Huh. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's like, hey, if you don't go, we, you know, we can get a dry suit. Well, okay, I guess we don't go then. So, uh, that, that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> 
Should should I put up more of a fight? You think? You stuck to your guns on that one, I tell you. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. As I as the weather is in Michigan, it will change several times. Well, I was gonna say as as uh, the weather starts to turn a little colder, um, that's gonna put some weight in your decision. I can tell you that. Yeah. Well, then also that I have to put new tires in the car and uh, fill up the propane tank. So that also can put some weight in my decision <laughs> or lack oh. of, lack of ability. So. You know this whole whole. Adult life gets in the way of scuba diving. It does. You know, from work to other obligations, we're really, this just, <sighs> the priorities. It does. I Got to figure around it. Still working on that. Maybe maybe somebody will pay us a million dollars an episode, and uh, we can just do this for a living. And this is where we insert the laugh track. Once oh. again, uh, I can. I, he said, Rich is saying in <laughs> the chat room, I think you should... Both do the dry suit and demon. Make sure that's the right decision. Just saying. <laughs> Which shoulder is he sitting on? I can't tell. He's on both of them. <laughs> dry suit would last longer. That's true. <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yes, that's true. <laughs> you hope. Oh so, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. We'll have to see. It's one of those things. Okay. So any last requests before the uh, the bad scuba joke of the week? Uh, now, is this know. the horn he was talking about? You know, he was talking about, because I got the news horn, and I have the dive siren. So, uh, I don't know which one that uh, from Atlanta they were they were talking about as, as being the scary one. Or the uh, the one distracting in, in traffic, I should say. I don't know. Okay. So, here we go. Two great white sharks swimming in the ocean spied on a ship in distress. Follow me, son, the father shark says to the son shark as they swim to the ship. First we swim around them a few times just to tip uh, of our fins showing. And they did that. Well done, son. Now swim around a fewer times with our whole fin showing. And they did that. Now we eat everybody. And they did. When they were both gorgeous, son asked, Dad, why do we just eat them at first? Why do we swim around them all the way? His wife's father replies, because they taste better without all the crap inside. You know, you know, I'm going to go swim upstream here and say that wasn't a bad joke. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, I'd love to make up for it next week. So I'm kind of disappointed. Or not. How does that work? But anyway, I like it. And on that note, go out there and get wet. And dive safe. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. And we stop recording. Call recording has been completed.